For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I'm your host, the Corey C., along with the distinguished group of cohorts. But first things first, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone follows Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter, it all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today, we have Mike B., Jay Boone, and Ken Clark. What's up, fellas? How's it going? What's going on? What's going on? All right, all right. So with the calendar rolling over into March, that can only mean two things for Jackson State sports. Obviously, we have March Madness coming up for basketball. We have the SWAC tournament. But for football in a couple of weeks, what do we have kicking off? Spring practice. Spring practice. No doubt about Let's it. Let's go. We love all of our sports, but football is that one sport that we talk about year-round. So once that season ends, we're already looking forward to spring. And once spring ends, we can't wait till the season starts. So with spring <laughs> practice coming up, we want to just take a look at some of those position battles. And I talk about the ones that we're looking forward to the most. So, Mike B., let's start with you. What position battle are you looking forward to? Position battle I'm looking forward to the most would have to be the linebackers. We had uh, defense a sore spot for us last year, but we had some strong points at the linebacker. Obviously, we know Keontae Hampton. He's a household name in the swag right about now. So, I really right. hit a pistol in me as, as as a starter. I think it's pretty safe to say he's a starter. <laughs> I think that's safe to say. I, I everyone agree with that one? We oh, the same yeah. Page with that one? Okay. Okay, good. Uh, okay. Now, but after Hampton, um, I think, you know, Kendarian Barnett coming back for another year, uh, he's going to be healthy. I expect him to step in and, and, and reclaim his starting position. But beyond that, uh, it, we have uh, a pretty good roster of, of linebackers, some guys who stepped in and played last year. And we have some uh, some freshmen who redshirted last year, and I think either of these guys could could, could rise to the occasion. And I'm just looking forward to it. You have guys like um, Khalil Arrington, um, Jakaiza Glass, Carl Jones. These are some guys who stepped up and played some pretty good minutes for us last year. Uh, behind them, we have Keith Lopez, uh, Jaquel Hunter, uh, Joshua Hudson. Those are some redshirt freshmen that they uh, they piqued my interest last year. Hudson, I really like this film. I like this take. Keith Lopez, uh, you can't you can't teach size. And this guy, you know, six, six, about 225 six, pounds. Yeah, yeah. Basketball, yeah, basketball body. Exactly, exactly. You know, he's out there looking like an SEC linebacker. So um, I'm really interested <laughs> in seeing um, what those guys do and are they able to rise to the occasion. You know, we saw Hampton make that jump from his freshman to sophomore year. 
you know, can Arrington do it? Can Glass do it? Can those guys make that same jump and, and solidify the defense there? I'm really looking forward to seeing what Glass can do. Uh, he had a lot of bright spots last year, and he had a lot of not-so-bright spots, but the potential mm-hmm. was there. Right, so if right. he can stay on the field and, and avoid the penalties, I think he'll be a, a name that we'll be talking about a lot next season. And, and I think the battle in that position I want to see is that battle between Ayrton and Barnett. Because right. if you mm-hmm. look at Ayrton finished third in tackling on the team last year. And, and, yeah. and also, you know, that was just 28 solo tackles as a freshman. So, you know, with Barnett coming back and what he did at the beginning of the season and how Ayrton finished the end of the season, it's going to be definitely something to watch. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping my eye on that. I think uh, in, um, in, in, in an Ayrton battle. I'm sorry, Ken, go ahead. I think um, – no, I was going to say, um, Coach talked about uh, Barnett playing that rush position, but he also – he was big on Terry Joyner. I know Terry Joyner's coming in, mm-hmm. and I – I think he's. I think he's excited to possibly put Terry Joyner at that position because he talked about him being the right prototypical size. So I think that's going to be a battle there. I mean, but Barnett was very productive there, right. like you guys said. Uh, I'm, I'm more. I'm more curious to see what we do on the right side. I think Barnett was coming mostly off yep. the left side. Yep. That right side uh, was. Um, I, I just. I'll be honest with you. I'm drawing a blank. So that tells you right now that I know Arrington played a good little bit, but. Uh, Keontae was such a grown man on the inside, and he was just—he just dominated so much at linebacker. You just, you just, you just needed somebody to do something with him, you know. Uh, like you mentioned with Glass, man, if he can just cut the penalties down, he's a really good linebacker. But the the penalties hurt us. Uh, so hopefully, um, hopefully, man, he he has his head in head in the right space. He's gonna be a senior next year, so we should be expecting to see some leadership out of him and, and, and less of that uh, nonsense that that hurt us. So. It's going to be a fun battle, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And another guy I want to watch is uh, Tyler Casby. Uh, he's the guy that came in highly touted out of mm. New Orleans. I've been uh, waiting on him, man, since the yeah. day he signed. I've right. been waiting on him. To... <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I know we was more as, as a Russian, and I don't know if that was uh, because of scheme or because of we were lower numbers there last year. But we, we, we had him coming off that, that, that right side sometimes on uh, on passing downs. But i like to see what he can do as a, as, as a linebacker you know, as a stand-up linebacker as well as with his hands on the ground. And, uh, Ken, what about yourself? What what position are you looking forward to, the battle? Oh, wide receiver, man. Wide receiver, tight end. Um, for me, I think it's, it's – it's, I'm pretty excited to kind of see what TC is going to do with his offense. I mean, man, we got so many weapons on, on offense at wide receiver. Um, we already had a, a, some nice depth, um, pending that, you know, D.D. is uh, able to – um, hit the field. Um, we kind of knew there was some question marks kind of looming with him, but we're going to still uh, move in the spirit that he'll be on the roster. Right. Um, mm-hmm. DD and uh, let's see Daniel Crowell. Uh, we got Dalen Baldwin. Dalen Baldwin is probably the, the 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 most anticipated. I think everybody wants to see. We've yes. been hearing a lot of. And then uh, Josh Rice coming in out of Santa Ana had a big JUCO big JUCO transfer. We don't want to forget about the um, three year three-year guy that's going to be a senior this year, Warren Newman. We right. got Terrell Kennedy coming back. Those are the obvious uh, six. I don't know what kind of set TC's going to run. He's going to run three three wide receivers, one tight end, four wide receivers, one running back. So it's kind of some question marks. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how he's going to mix up all that depth. But the biggest thing is just kind of looking for the the, the, the other six guys, uh, the Keenan Keenan Young, kind of see how he's going to battle and get some minutes. Brandon Sanders, this will be his first season. Christian Allen, um, the three-star out of Mendenhall. Um, 
let's see, uh, Matthew Crawford, Brian Hansbard, and, and Kendarius Fizel. So we got like 12, we bought 12, 13 12 deep. deep. We bought right. Eric Simmons. Um, but like I said, that's a tough spot to be in because you got so much depth. And then I, I would say in that top six, you got some really good ego, man. So I think those – I think at, at – at, at, um, with Quincy Casey being on one side, Jalen being on the other side at practice, man, you're going to see some wide receivers making some plays because they want to get on the field. So I'm excited to see uh, who steps up and kind of challenges uh, and rises to the top. Who's going to be the first three that rolls out, you know, on, in the starting line, three or four guys that's going to start for this season. Yeah, Jalen, he's going to have some targets, man. I mean, this is a this is a good problem to have. We have a lot of guys, a lot of depth, and we have guys who can – who can stretch the field vertically, who can go up top and get it. We have some guys who can go over the middle, some possession receivers, and I think we have it all. I mean, uh, we may have the best wide receiver core in the SWAT. Right, right. I agree. Yeah. We have a lot of depth to that position there, so that, that's going to be – that's definitely going to be fun to watch. And, Ken, you mentioned the tight ends too, uh, so I'm not going to steal your thunder there, but um, I'm really intrigued to see these, uh, these tight ends and what TC can do with them. I'm hoping to see some more 21 personnel where we can get two tight ends on the field. But – what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Kylan uh, was uh, definitely underused. I think when we went to went to Kylan Ritchie uh, last season, he produced. I just don't. I just didn't think he got enough balls. So uh, balls thrown his way. Uh, so hopefully we'll see him. Uh, DJ, a really good size. Uh, DJ Stevens, really good size tight end. Uh, I'm pretty pretty excited to see him kind of battle out, try to get some minutes on the field. And um, like I said, was told that. Kobe Gates should possibly be returning for right. another season. Uh, so uh, Kobe was on the field a lot for us last season. So to kind of see him, Kylan, possibly DJ, maybe even Robert Washington, but we'll, we'll see how uh, TC kind of sprinkle in that, uh, you know, some packages to kind of get the ball to the tight end. Exactly. That's my thing. You mentioned, you know, got, you know, talk about having enough balls thrown their way. Do you think TC will be, you know, creative enough to keep everyone involved, keep everyone happy? Um. Honestly, if you look at the uh, the teams in the in the SWAC that have had success in the past couple seasons, um, they really have used the tight end quite a bit. If you look at uh, Alcorn last season, uh, I know even when you go back to kind of Bethune Cookman, that first game of the season, the uh, MEAC SWAC cha- challenge. Uh, every time we were kind of making a, a, a stops on on defense, they go to the tight end and they 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 hit hit us for a big home run. So hopefully he's paying attention. Hopefully he's able to to mix up some stuff and create a package to get the tight end and get the wide receivers uh, active. So we'll see. Indeed, indeed. Like I said, a good problem to have. A uh, plethora of options uh, at that wide, wide receiver position. So no complaints on my end. Jay Boone, uh, what, do you, what about yourself, man? What, do you, what, do you look, what position are you most looking forward to? The DBs, man. Uh, we got a empty slot over there at a DB position uh, when – because of the departure of Ryan Thayard and also Jason Baker. So it's going to be interesting to see who will replace those guys. Uh, you know, you have David Ayrton, a soft redshirt sophomore that be coming off an injury injury. And um, it looked like he'll, I can see him making a push for that position also as well as Markel Gladney and Alexander Shaw. Um, and it's another kid that that's been with us for three years. I'm it's, I'm ready to see him get into some action. Kendrick uh-huh. Powell. Um, he came in, mm-hmm. a three-star kid out of Louisiana, but he really never just came into himself at JSU, and I'm ready to see what he can do. 
hopefully with that open slot over there, give give those guys a chance to uh, make a push for a starter at that at that position. Yeah, that class with uh, Paul, you know, were a couple of uh, DBs that I was really excited about, Paul and, of course, Gladney. And just, you know, overall, I don't know if they've lived up to the expectation that I had. So looking forward for them, you know, being veterans on this team to see who can step up. If you guys were to – I know, Mike, you're, you're really good with the depth chart, not to put you on the spot. I know you usually come up with a depth chart at some point. But yeah. you kind of guess who who be those starters in the secondary. Who do you, you think right now? Uh, right now I have – if he's healthy, Kevin Berkey. Kevin Berkey will be – uh, back right, right, in, in, in starting lineup. I think he'll be there. Um, I think uh, you mentioned Darren, Darren Arrington. I think Arrington will um, will win a spot. Uh, Alexander Shaw, uh, right. Markel Gladney. I think those are some guys you'll see out there. Um, I'm interested in seeing. Oh, uh, CJ Holmes. I gotta forget about CJ Holmes. Absolutely. The right, biggest, right. <laughs> right, right. the biggest all swag snub. I'm gonna get my soapbox after this, but the biggest all swag snub. Uh, in the country, but but enough about that. But CJ Holmes, he'll be he'll be your starter uh, on on one side, and, and he will he'll he'll get you another five picks. He'll get you about ten pass breakups, and he'll be first team all sweat. Uh, so CJ Holmes and Kevin Berkey, those are two guys I think that you'll see starting for sure. Uh, Peyton, he'll probably uh, compete for a starting spot as well. Gladney, I love I love seeing Gladney in the slot when he, when he's in the slot, the kid can make plays. Uh, you'll see a lot of him. Demetric Vance, he'll have an opportunity to to come and and uh, play as well. Also, also Rashad Jenkins as well. Rashad Jenkins, yeah, he, I was came up, that. he came up big last year uh, oh, for yeah. us. Uh, finished with a total of forty-eight tackles. Uh, you know, he stepped in. Also had three interceptions. So, you know, he played big for us at, uh, towards the end of the season as well. And and Mike, you mentioned Vance. So, what what are we going to do with Vance? I know. And I mean, I mean that in a good way. How we yeah. best utilize it? Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of the, the fan. We're fans. We're not. We don't claim to be coaches, but mm-hmm. the coaches see an entirely different thing. But you know, just from a fan perspective, I know a lot of us are, are hoping he may move uh, slide down to that linebacker position. So, have you guys heard anything else about that, or, or you think we, he can make it happen in the secondary? I, I honestly think he can make it in the secondary. A lot of times when you see kids that we feel as fans are playing out of position. They might not be playing out of position to the coaches. It's just that he's not grasping the scheme as quick as we feel like he should be. So once, right. you know, he got a year in the system, maybe he might come into himself again and, and, and be that guy that we wanted him to be or we expected him to be coming in, being that he was a highly recruited out of high school. Right, right. I definitely agree with that, Boone. A lot of times when we get those FBS transfers, people think it's just plug and play, but it's not always that simple. Uh, those guys, they have to get used to, you know, being in a new environment, learning a new scheme, learning new terminology. Uh, so I'm willing to give him another chance at the safety position. I, I think he can do pretty well there. Uh, personally, I would like to see him uh, as an outside linebacker because I like linebackers that could, that could cover. But um, I, I think he'll do well as a, as a DB as well. I thought um I thought Coach Hendrick kind of touched on that. He did mention um when we had him on on the show that he was um he did say that we the defense wasn't like executing to the level in which he wanted to. So right. it kind of with us being very thin on the defensive line, not getting any pressure on the quarterbacks, it put a lot of pressure on the DBs hmm. last year. Right, so right. maybe them addressing the defensive line, maybe we we might see the advances and the and we might see the. The, the, the actual DBs get some um, 
kind of get be able to play, you know, how they would like to play it instead of always being thrown to and I always uh, having to cover for too long. You know what I mean? Right, right. right. Absolutely. All right, you are listening to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We'll be back after this quick break. When Jackson State University was founded in 1877, who could have imagined what it would become? A top 20 HBCU, a top three producer of Black PhDs, and a home of the summa cum laude of bands, the sonic boom of the South. Our founders would be amazed at the incredible achievements of our students and alumni. They'd be proud of our high research distinction. They'd be proud of just how far we've come. JSU continues to challenge minds and change lives. To all of our donors, we say thank you. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I am the Corey C, along with Mike B, Jay Boone, and Ken Clark. And just to circle back to some news that we announced on the previous episode regarding one of our legends, Hall of Fame wide receiver Gloucester Richardson, who passed away. We have some information on the funeral arrangements. First of all, there will be a viewing on Friday, March 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Leak and Sons Funeral Home. That's at 7838 South Cottage Grove Avenue in Chicago. The homegoing celebration will be Saturday, March 7th, starting with the viewing at 10 a.m. and the celebration of life ceremony at the Haven of Rest Missionary Baptist Church. That's at 7925 South South Chicago Avenue, and that will begin at 11 a.m. The repast will be immediately following the burial ceremony at the Haven of Rest Missionary Baptist Church Fellowship Hall. So, Again, our condolences go out to the Richardson family. He will definitely be missed. And turning our attention to basketball, the Lady Tigers have officially clinched the regular season swag title. First championship since 2007. So we saw this coming, but it's official tonight with their latest victory. And after the game, I tell you what, it was a celebration. And Jackson State wins 68-45. And JSU, your regular season swag champs, are just celebrating on the sideline. Wow. What a season it has been for the JSU ladies, right? It has. Like I say, the Lady Tigers have been focused from the beginning of this season all the way up until this point. They have been focused on the defensive end. So many great players on this team assembled to be what they are right now. They deserve it and put in a lot of hard work. So Jackson State getting their SWAC championship t-shirts as the Lady Tigers win it 68-47. It is the first time the JSU ladies have been regular season champs in nearly 10 years, in over 10 years. So congratulations to Coach Reed and her coaching staff as the JSU ladies win this one, Frank. Wow. Just an exciting time for the Jackson State Lady Tigers and Jackson State basketball as a whole. This is great to see. And to see the ladies just jumping up and down in front of the camera, just having a lot of fun together. This is amazing for the Lady Tigers. So congratulations to the Lady Tigers. Uh, fellas, you think we can take it in the tournament? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, at this point, I'm ready. You know, you never want to overlook an opponent, but I'm just ready to 
watch them run through the sweat tournament and, and upset some team in March Madness. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. But one one game at a time. One game at a time, ladies. One game at a time. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and back to the topic at hand. We are breaking down the position battles. We're talking about the battles that we're looking forward to coming up this spring. Spring practice will be starting in two weeks on March 17th. So I uh, know that defensive line is something that we've been talking about, looking to improve upon from our last year. I know Ken and Boone, you guys were – they're looking forward to that battle, right, in D, on the D-line? Yes. Oh, absolutely, man. I think this is the um, – I think this is the position that, that we all have anticipated, like you said, to kind of see who was going to show up to be that that day one starter, man. I mean, we um, – Coach even acknowledged that we were thin. We thought, I, I think he did a good job of addressing it. Um, I'm pretty excited to see what uh, Ray Dale Washington as well as Keshawn Brinkley how they're going to come in and compete against uh, Jermaine Crane and uh, Justin Reagan. Um, we also got Vincent McIntosh uh, coming back and Brian Mitchell. So we got a good six uh, solid guys that could all play that, that, that middle two defensive line, uh, not necessarily defensive end. Uh, I know Boone would be kind of touching on that a little bit, but uh, I think that, 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 that little two positions that, that two defensive notes, I mean, do, I'm sorry. Defensive tackle positions is where uh, we probably were the thinnest last year, yeah. and I think uh, we got some really good size, and not just big, big, big guys with um, no speed. I think coach got some good size on the D line, so we'll see how, how these battles are kind of um, pan out. Man, I'm excited to see what we do uh, in a couple of weeks. Right, because that 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 front, that defensive line, man, that that's like the key on that defensive side of the ball. Because if you if you're not getting that good push up front and, and getting putting some pressure on that quarterback, man, it, it it's gonna make it harder on those DBs. And, and like you say, I think he did a really good. Uh, they did a really good thing about addressing that uh, with the players that they're bringing in. Um, but I still have a little concern about the depth on the defensive end uh, position. You know, because you, you know you got Justin Reagan. Brian Mitchell, along with Keyshawn Brinkley. Mm-hmm. And I I, I kind of want to mm-hmm. see us go after another guy to kind of bring in to fill that, you know, fill that position in. But I think once, you know, once we got come out of the spring, they'll probably, you know, have a, you know, Justin Reagan locked in, Keyshawn Brinkley. And then also you're going to have help also with the rush position with Terry Joyner, Keith Lopez. Right. And sometimes, you know, they bring right. down Kadaria, uh Barnett as well. So, you know, that – we're real. We're thin still at the defensive end position, but I think mm-hmm. using those rush linebackers kind of help out with that depth as well. I think uh, one one more is just um, I want to see what Devontae Davis does is going to do. Um, everyone gets a chance to go out there in the spring practice and and make a name for themselves. Um, I think it'll be fun to see who kind of steps up. Uh, we've seen, like I said, we've seen Justin. We've seen and losing Khalil and losing um, CJ. I mean, it's wide open for whoever wants it. So I think right. that's kind of the the wide, the most wide open position on the defensive side of the ball, uh, with only one main starter in Vincent McIntosh coming back. So it's going to be fun to see how they battle. I do agree that we 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 can st- we can definitely use some more depth. I think the coaches may even have a plan post spring to kind of um, maybe bring another player in. So it's going to be exciting to see what they decide to do. Yeah, we forgot to mention Keyshawn uh, Williams as well too, uh, Ken. You know, I, I want to see what he can do as well, uh, along with, like you say, well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, with, with him, I, 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 I purposely didn't mention him 
because uh, it was kind of some question marks looming as to whether he would uh, be there after this after the spring. Uh, that was something that was kind of mentioned. So hopefully he stays. Uh, right. But it was said to me by one of the coaches that he, he, it's a possibility that he may not he may not be here. What about uh, Pillow? Yeah, he's definitely at the, he's definitely at school. Uh, he's working, putting that work in, and uh, he's he's talking he's talking a lot about you know swag championship, celebration bowl, you know the the stuff that we like to hear. So uh, definitely a high motor. He's going to be coming off the that edge. I mean, it's exciting, man. I, I like the kid a lot, but I just I just really hope um, he kind of comes in, keeps his head down, keeps his nose clean, put that work in, and uh, go out on the field and and do what we all know that he has the potential to do. So. Uh, we'll we'll see what he see what he does uh, this spring. No doubt about it. And the position that I'm the battle that I'm looking forward to is that running back position. That is going to be a battle we have. <laughs> man, we have so many backs who can get it done. I'm I'm, I'm really interested to see. You know, we talked about. Yeah, you know, I raised the question: Can TC keep, keep these wide receivers happy? But what about these running backs, man? I want to see how this thing's going to be balanced because we're talking about Keyshawn Harper, we're talking about Kimo Clark, we're talking about Tyson Alexander, who can. These three guys can, can make a case to start anywhere in the SWAT. And then we have Quentin right. Brown coming back who deserves some carries. So you can say three and a half to four backs who deserve, uh, you know, obviously to, to have the rock. And then Coach Hendrick is talking about giving Josh Little some, some carries as right. well. Right. So if you were the offense coordinator, what would you do? Would you would you have a, a guy who's considered the starter? Would it be running back by committee? How would you distribute these carries? The running back, the running back position is an ongoing battle throughout the season, you know. Oh man, absolutely. Yeah, so you you might you might have this guy, uh you might have Keyshawn Harper and and Kamani Clark have a good game. And then the next game, you know, they might start out good. I mean, start out the game, but then you got Tyson Alexander come in in the second half and put that push out eighty seven yards. So then what? The next week who who's the starter? Tyson and Alexander, you know, so that that <laughs> position is always ongoing all throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also think uh, if TC, go ahead, uh, oh, go, go ahead, go Mike. Ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Now I was gonna say I think TC got the right, he got the right pieces. Man, he can keep defenses off balance, man, all game. I mean, right. if you got three starter caliber running backs that you can put in at any given moment. You get you you get a tired defense in the second half, and like Coach Luck, remember Coach Hendrick always talked about he just want to move those chains, right? Right. So, man, you got uh, I think you got thunder and lightning. You know, I think Keyshawn's kind of a, a mixture of both of them, but mm-hmm. I think uh, Chemo is more of a thunder, and I think Tyson is more of a lightning style, and um, three total different style running backs, but all three of them are starter level, so it's a really good problem to have. I like all three of them. <laughs> right, exactly. Good problem. Yeah, now, the way to keep them all happy is, is to win games. If you win it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They win, win nobody cares. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah but, right. but I like the way they rotated the running backs last year. Just like you said, they would take run running back. You know, they'll take Jordan or, or someone, and, and they would just, you know, pound the ground. And then in the second half, when the defense was is gasping for air, they bring in a fresh running back, and, and they'd be off to the races. So hopefully we can continue doing that, and I'd like to see them uh, take what the defense give them. You know, when you're scouting, you look you look for defense weaknesses, and you look at your running backs and what your running back strengths are, and you determine, okay, so this is where I want to hand the ball to more uh, this week. And sometimes you just got to go with the hot hand. If you got a running back that's, that's pulling off six, seven yards of carry, just keep feeding them. Right. 
Absolutely. I think that the key, you know, like you said, having a fresh running back, but I think in the fourth quarter, having a, a running back that's fresh, I think that's really going to make a big difference for us in some of these games and closing out the game, uh, having that guy in who who's fresh, considering the, the wealth of talent we have back there. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see Quentin Brown get some more carries this year too. That, the bowling ball. Yeah. The bowling ball. That kid, bowling. he has a stiff arm. <laughs> he has a stiff arm that will embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> he has a stiff that's arm that will be outlawed. I would not yeah. want to tackle him, man. No, no. That dude tough to bring down. And, and I, I, I'll say this, man. I, I know Coach want to get Josh Little some carries, man. I want to see Josh keep running those kickoffs back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. good with Josh. <laughs> you know, I'm good with Josh running them kickoffs, exactly. man. He's, uh, he's, I think know, that'll keep him happy. He's going to return those kicks and return a couple. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, and. Now another, I don't know if this will be a battle or not because I'm, I'm gonna. This is me. I'm operating on the assumption that Jalen is the starter at quarterback. Uh, his job to lose at least. But how do you see the the rest of the the battle shaking out as far as between Casey, Mallory, and Little? Do you think you have a depth chart for the two, three, and four right now, or what would be your guess? Um, I don't. I don't have a depth chart right now. I'm interested in seeing uh, who's going to rise to the occasion. Uh, you know, Jalen is the incumbent now. The other three running backs. How are you going to handle that? How are you going to uh, prepare yourself mentally to come out there every day and give it a y'all in spring, you know, give it your all. And, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how each quarterback manages that. Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough situation for quarterbacks because really it's it can only be one, you know, right. When, when, when you have more than one quarterback, right. you have none. So uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that Jalen is the guy. So how are these other guys going to rise to the occasion and push Jalen? I, I agree with that, but I also say this, and if I'm if I'm a Quincy Casey or Brandon Mallory or even Matt Little, if you just kind of looked at how Coach Hendrick, you know, I know we were in a – and it pretty much seemed like we was in a battle all year last season. Man, I mean, given the style of play, Jalen being a running quarterback, you know, we hope Jalen stays, uh, stays healthy throughout the season. Uh, but we definitely going to need those guys to be ready, man. Yeah. I mean, at any given moment, you can get in the game. Right. I mean, we saw – I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Jalen uh, went down a few times. Um, I know he's putting on some weight uh, this season, getting stronger. Uh, but um, we, we, we hope, like I said, we hope he goes injury-free. Uh, but I definitely, for me, I see Quincy Casey being QB2, uh, maybe Matt Little being three, and uh, Brandon Mallory. I mean, Brandon Mallory, we, we haven't really seen much of him. Uh, but any of these guys should come in with the attitude that they have a chance to get on the field next season. Right. So they should all be working – really hard and come in with a game plan to try to steal some reps next season. I agree. I, I agree. So looking forward to seeing how that shakes out at the, the quarterback position, but looking forward to all the battles and obviously keep in mind that, you know, the players that we named, this is just for spring. So there will, well, we expect there to be some attrition and it's just normal in college football. It's not that that's great, but we can, you know, possibly look forward to that. And of course we'll be adding some guys as well. And, of course, the high school signing class. So once we come back in the fall, the battle will be completely different. We just wanted to kind of talk about the spring. Definitely look to that will be kicking off March 17th. We will be bringing you coverage throughout spring. And, obviously, we'll bring you coverage after the spring game. We'll recap that. And uh, we'll look forward to just kind of going into the season, having a, a some sort of an idea of what the team will be looking like. So that will do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users rate and review the show. And everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. 
Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or a comment while you're at it, and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking forward to doing some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. It all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show and tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're everywhere, so definitely look us up, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll be posting every episode on our Facebook and Twitter page. So, as always, thank you for your support. On that note, Go Tigers. Hashtag pack the vet. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.